All right, gang, in this episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast, I'm sitting down with my pal, Mike Draper, the viral content creator. Stay tuned. The car business is rapidly changing and modern car dealers are meeting the demand. I'm Michael Cirillo, and together we're going to explore what it takes to create a thriving dealership and life in the retail automotive industry. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with subject matter experts that are designed to help you grow. This is The Dealer Playbook. Okay, I got to ask you. Former SWAT, Air Force veteran, thank you for your service, by the way, to viral content creator? Br- bring me on this journey. I'm, I got to know. You don't, you don't see the connection, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I was in the military, I was in the air force for, for just over six years, uh, Texas, Nebraska, England, Africa, Germany, wow. and then back to good old Portland, Oregon. And, uh, and that's when I did the, the police thing. And then, uh, along the journey within police joined the SWAT team for a little, a little stint there, uh, did all the things police. It's all the cliches you might know about police. Uh, all the, the trauma, the excitement, the all the things you might hear. The Every donuts. day is different. What's that? <laughs> the donuts. Yeah, the donuts. They were they exist and people <laughs> love buying those. It's funny. They, they do that. They actually do that. It's pretty funny. So, uh, and then while I was a police officer, I started getting my, uh, I have an undergraduate degree that I earned while serving uh, active duty. And then uh, I got my my MBA from University of Washington while being a police officer um, through my SWAT stint as well. Same, similar, same time. And so the whole time for two years, everyone's asking you at your, at your program, like, Hey, what are you going to do when you graduate? Like you have all these options, you could marketing and finance and you're, you're a cop. What are you, <laughs> what management? I'm like, nah, not management. Uh, nah, I'm okay. I'll, I'll, you know, I did all the, I checked all the boxes off in in police land and uh and so i i fell on mortgages <laughs> of all the places right so I fell on sales uh came into sales right after i graduated um or shortly after and then um left the police force started doing mortgages full-time uh and which is where i started social media uh i wanted everyone to know who i am not really who i am i wanted them to know what i do so even my right. everyday conversation started to be you know instead of talking about small talk, whatever, I would just throw in then, uh, you know, a line of, Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Just closing up some mortgages for some clients. Like, but what are you guys up to today? Like, you know, just, just drop it in there. I'm not trying to force feed a sale, but I, I will let you know what I do because how else can I help you? Right. Um, and, uh, that led to social media. I started making videos online. There was a guy named, uh, that mortgage guy on TikTok. I had just opened up TikTok. This is, uh, end of 2020, the first month or two of 2021, and his name was that mortgage guy. And I was like, God, that's a, it's a brilliant name. Even if you forget <laughs> his name, like, like oh, that, that that mortgage guy, right? And uh, so I thought that was clever. It made me smile. And I watched his. And he had like 450,000 followers or something at the time. And I watched some of his videos, and I was just thinking, well, well, I, I could do that. I, I, God, he must be getting all kinds of leads. And so that led me down the, the social media path initially. It, it, okay. It, I, I love everything <laughs> about this because tell me 
that this isn't the greatest time to be alive. Oh, I'm, I'm, I love life. I, whatever it throws at you, sure. Bad times, good, whatever. It's, it's, it's fun. Like I'm talking to you on my computer in my house on this awesome microphone I have here, like, and we're going to stream this wherever. And we're going to, we're going to post right. it on con on our, on our social platforms for the tens of thousands or whoever to see and millions to see yeah. like any message you want to talk about. It's going to be thrown out there. Right. I, I, this is the great time to be alive. So you start creating content. What, what's the initial, I mean, I, I, I imagine a lot of build up to your first post and maybe some anticipation of what it might do. Then what happens? First post goes live. Are you like refreshing your stats every five seconds? Are you forgetting about it? Like, what does that look like? That's funny. I've never been asked that. I've been asked a lot of questions. Uh, it's a good specific one of the very first post. I know exactly what post it was too. It was with my daughter. Uh, so some context, I'll, I'll get to, to how that feels and like what was going through my mind here in a second. But uh, my name on the accounts was was Mortgage Mike, right? Just something, something to let them know right away what I do um, right. or attempt to. And so the whole, all my content initially was to drive leads, get leads, convert, sell, make money, you know, have a career. And so it was all real estate, finance, investing content, right? And then it eventually changed, which we can get to here in a second. But uh, the thoughts behind my very first post, man, what was I thinking? I was just thinking if he could do it, Certainly I could do it. I mean, I took a class in high school on how to edit videos. Surely I've got that in my brain still from 10 plus years ago. And uh, so, you know, nothing was really holding me back. I was, I was more, I I got, I was very intrigued with uh, uh, how well I could execute the vision in my brain of like, okay, here's the, here's the joke or here's the, uh, that video. It was, it was a play on a song. I consumed the TikTok for like 30 minutes just to get some ideas, right. found a song. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then it was just getting the rust off of the old filmography <laughs> skills and yep. scripting and uh, retake that one, Ellie, and whatever. Uh, I've, it's still up there. I haven't deleted it. Y'all can scroll back if you want, you know, 2000 videos. I've done it like a, six months back. I scrolled back to that very first one and, it's just so slow and it's so like, <laughs> get to the point. <laughs> right. But I posted it and uh, what happened to it? Oh, I don't seven views or 19 views or I don't know what it was, but how do was, you, and, and I'm glad you, you bring that up because, you know, I think social media and by my own admission, right. My audience will even admit this for me on my behalf that I'm not the greatest at social, Right. Do I have a desire to be? Yeah, of course I do. Um, but you bring up seven views. I know those listening who are thinking, ah, but I know social is a powerful tool in my toolkit for personal branding, getting myself out there, you know, growing my, my authority. But seven views. And now they take a dagger to the heart and they're like, oh, can I do this? What am I doing wrong? What, what like, how, so, what what is your resolve after seven to ten views call it that you're like no but i gotta post another one and then another one and another one and on and on and on what keeps you going yeah what keeps me going now is different than what kept me going then i would say it's probably pretty accurate uh so then and still now the same concept applies of what i 
what I do in life, when no matter the category of what I'm trying to tackle, business, career, fitness, finance, relationships, everything, uh, I find the expert in the field uh, or someone that I really admire uh, that I think is doing it right, doing it good, and they're getting results. Uh, and so I find the ones that are doing it well can explain it. And I, I simply replicate what they do and then iterate. So what is it? Um, uh, uh, recreate and then iterate, right? So I'll recreate what they do very similarly, uh, their style, their template, their whatever, their delivery. And then as I start getting some more reps in, I will do, I will iterate. I will do it my style. I would do it like this, whatever. So from at the beginning, it was simply, I will not lose. I will be seen. I will be known. Uh, I have to because I'm a commission-based sales employee. Not empl- I was a yeah, salesperson. 100% commission. Right. If I don't win, I don't get paid. And winning was closing uh, deals and helping people get into homes at reasonable prices and all these things, right? And so what else am I going to do? I can go door knock. I can go to events, which I would still do. I would go to open houses, which I would still do. Um, but what was the shortest, fastest way to get as many eyeballs as I could or have the the attempt, the ability to get eyeballs on me for the message I'm trying to send out? Social media was hands down. It still is absolutely the fastest way, cheapest way to get people to look at you uh, and mm. to hear your message. Not, not I'll, I'll emphasize the difference there. Not look at you, but to hear your message. Because um, you want people listening to you, not necessarily seeing you, right? right. Um, and so I just had, I, I would die before I lose, right? Like I will not go out without swinging. And so uh, then it was just, just do it because you know it works. Just commit to it. Just commit to the process of one, two or three videos per day. Create the schedule, create the routine, get the habit. And just head down and then don't look up for at least 100 days. Look back up what's mm. happened, right? That was then. And then now, you know, the way I know social media works, if I'm talking to day one Mike of like or day 10 or day 67 or day 400 and I'm still getting seven views, let's say, um, 12 views, 50 views. Number one, knowing how the platforms work, right? So when you post out a video, uh, they being the platforms, put that video in front of a small batch of people. Uh, And I picture it as like, uh, my fist is like a hub of a bicycle tire, a bicycle wheel. So you have a hub and you have all these spokes. Right. And all these little spokes are different audiences within TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And for quite some time, the algorithm does not know which audience your videos resonate with. So it tests it. So it pushed your video out in front of these three spokes and these three spokes or these four mm. spokes or these one spoke or those 10 spokes. Right. Uh, not knowing that, let's say you're creating um, fitness content around strength training and fitness. Like there's niches within niches within niches, right? So like if you're doing um, uh, proper technique within the powerlifting world in the fitness arena, <laughs> like, right, specific, right. Yep. you're your message won't resonate with say CrossFitters, let's say, or with uh, uh, yoga people or with whoever. And there's definitely not gonna resonate with people who uh, are car salesmen or are uh, quilters, right? Or whoever, there's so many spokes on this, in this world, you know, insert humans with spokes. The same, there's so many humans in this world, same thing, so many interests. And so if you know that when your videos get posted out or your content, any of your content, uh, videos, short form videos specific, specifically, they get put out in front of a, a few spokes. It doesn't know which spokes to put it out in front of until 
you have given the platform enough data, aka enough content consistently over time mm. that is the same or very, very similar message, right? So the day I saw the most, uh, the, the season that I saw the absolute most, most growth in my platforms um, was the day I got focused on like one topic. Uh, I was, I had a, I had about six different pillars or niches or spokes. I kind of spoke to <laughs> um, different audiences, all similar, but still different. I had like over thirties content, millennial nostalgic, dating uh, frustrations, divorce topics, real estate finance. Uh, I would do corporate humor. Uh, right. So I had like these six or seven different little topics uh, and I had some traction. I was I was doing okay in some. Some of them went viral, like eh, periodically. Like oh, it was great. It was awesome. And then I doubled down on learning from experts. Right? Okay, what do they all say that I'm not doing? What am I missing? How are they seeing explosive growth? And I'm seeing growth. Super grateful for. But now, how do I get better? I just want to get better. That's all. And so then I just, you know, okay, pick one niche, one topic, speak to one spoke on that wheel. And so I doubled down on dating frustrations, single life and dating, right? And then I would talk about things within their divorce and being over 30 in divorce, being a single parent in divorce and dating or dating apps. Like there's different little things within it. How did you land on that niche? I, so I sat down one day, uh, I went over all my prior videos. So I did an audit on my account. I want to see all the ones that performed well, all the ones that performed poorly, how many within each category, uh, and then just a zoomed out approach of each mm. niche of, right. of uh, okay, is this content fun to make? Is it easy to make? What's the, what's the lift, the work to make this content? Is it evergreen was like one of the biggest things in my head. Like, will this last, can I make content on this forever? Right. And, uh, and I'm like, can I easily get, come up with content for it, ideas? I'm like, okay, well, relationships are always going to be a thing if humans exist. I'm like, that's easy. Um, there's always, I'm in a relationship. I'm out of one. I'm in one. I'm out of one. <clears throat> um, all the associate, all the things are, so dating I landed on, single life dating content, because everyone has a relationship, whether it's family, whether it's someone you're uh, dating romantically, whether it's a co relationships are always a thing. Sure. So I, I landed on that one and I cut out every other thing I spoke about. I didn't speak to one of those things. Uh, I had ideas left and right all the time. Oh, this would make sense for corporate humor. <laughs> ah, I just saw a commercial for a, a thing from when I was a kid. And that reminds me of a joke and a thing and a nope, absolute shutout of everything else. Uh, and I just committed to that one niche knowing that if I speak to one audience on these platforms, it's as if they're watching a TV show back in the day, they go over to ESPN, they want to see sports, they go to the discovery channel, they want to see animals in the wild or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> give them the, th give them something to, to, um, to know that they're, what they're going to get, right? They have to know sure. what they're going to get. So that's, that, and as soon as I cut everything out, everything went through every creative idea, every content idea went through the filter of it has to be single life dating, dating frustration, anything within that has to be. When I did that, like the three months after that, uh, with outsized returns on, on followers, grow, uh, views, engagement, growth, all the things started opening up more doors uh, as far as knowing how 
the algorithm works and just how humans work really. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So now I just forever curious here. I'm by the way, I'm t- I, my audience has heard me say so many times now, like there could be a compilation of me just saying, I take ferocious notes. Do it. Okay. I got, I got my little notepad right here. I pick it up, but I can't, but I same, same <laughs> little doohickey. Um, you know, so, so I think about this and I think about the context of car sales professionals in particular or dealer owners um, who want to put themselves out there and can't maybe understand how do I connect the dots between what the algorithm wants and what I do for a living to make money, right? So I, you know, I think this all the time. Like if I were to open up even say my Instagram reels or my Facebook reels and I go to it right now and the first thing I see, you know, is some, the, these dudes sitting in a dark room. Yeah. I'm just scrolling here. Cause I see this all the time. These, these dudes, buff dudes sitting in a room talking about absolutely nothing. And sure it gets the watch. Cause you're curious, right? There's a hook, you know, you see the caption and it's like, your mom's stupid or like whatever the cat. And you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make sure there's a resolution to this. So it pulls you in. The question is how do these people make money talking about nothing? Like how do they draw that straight line to, Oh yeah. And by the way, I'm a mortgage broker or I sell supplements or I'm a whatever. How do between talking, talking about nothing and this thing you do that doesn't seem connected, how do they draw that straight line? I will tell you, I get to speak to all kinds of kinds of people, business right. owners, car salesmen. I work with all of them uh, on social media, uh, uh, influencers, actors, professional athletes. And the, the content creators, the influencer world, uh, a lot of them, majority do not make the money that you're thinking that maybe you're thinking. I don't know right. what your audience is thinking as far as what influencers make or content creators. Um, a lot of them do not make money. And if you, if you're at any level of a business person or understand entrepreneurship or how does a business runs or a funnel or marketing, uh, go to their profiles and just see what their name is on their, their handle, see what their bio says. That's where it's going to be really telling. And then they're, you know, they're going to have a, they're hopefully they have a link to something. Uh, click their link. What is, what is their link? What action or behavior does their profile make you want to do potentially, right? Like, so right. where is it leading you to? Right. Uh, and you'll be able to notice real quick who's making money and who's not. Sure. Uh, and we don't know everyone's goals or aspirations. Are they doing the content to make money? Some don't. Some just enjoy making the videos. Uh, it's like their hobby. It's their thing. It's their gateway. Sure. It's their whatever. Right. Uh, some are doing it solely to make money. And yeah. they're and they're not succeeding in the level that they that they wished, uh, sure. and some are absolutely crushing it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some are having some crazy outsized returns, Lamborghinis, all the things. Um, some of those are real. Some of those are not. It depends which. Yeah. Which is, which is frightening, and it's a, that's I mean that's a different conversation. Yeah, absolutely. But, so how do you make the connection? How do you get the, the through line from content creation to business? Right. So the short so for short form video. Uh, the game is to get them, the viewers, somewhere else. You have to lead them to some other place. I get a billion views on TikTok. I'm not making a bunch of money. I'm not making Lamborghini money, okay? Uh, I'm not making 
uh, 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 Toyota 4Runner money, right? I'm, <laughs> it's, it's, you're not making, you're not making Pri- that. Prius money? Where are we going? Where I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to make, you know, bring it to, to, to being realistic. So sure. by sheer views alone, no, I'm not going to be making uh, life-changing money. Not even close. Uh, long form YouTube videos, same number of views. Yeah, absolutely. Life-changing money. Uh, that's where you see the Lamborghinis and all those things. Um, long form YouTube with Google AdSense, Google AdWords, Google AdSense, all that you can make money on. That is life-changing. Absolutely. Uh, that is also the harder arena for most people. People who right. are in it and doing well say it's easier. But the people right. who are out of it looking in, uh, like, oh, it's hard. How do you keep someone's attention for 12 minutes or 18 minutes or 30, you know, whatever, all these hurdles. But short form video is the fastest way to get the most reach quickly with the least amount of effort. Like hands down right now, it's, De- it's December, November 2023 for reference of whoever's watching this in the future. Uh, right now, hands down, short form videos if fastest way to get the most reach, least amount of effort. Uh, and so you have to drive them somewhere else, right? Through your bio, what's in your bio? What does it state, right? I make mortgage content for, to know how much, you know, states, tell them what they're going to get. Tell them what the right. channel's about, right? Yeah. Is this ESPN or Discovery? What are we watching here? Sure. What can I expect from this channel? Uh, and then what do you do? How could you serve me as the viewer? Um, if you want a free guide to know how much house you can, afford if you make $70,000 a year, click the link below, right? That's a long sentence there. Make it, it's gonna be shorter than that. But right. something that tells me how I can get value from you uh, and then lead them to a link that's gonna lead them off the platform. Uh, that is the way to make money off of short form. And your your bio can do that. Your comment section, when you comment in there, can do yeah. that. Your captions can do that. Uh, your video specifically can do it as well. Yeah. That's where videos tend to perform less is yeah. it like more of a, a, a an ad or an ask yeah. uh, or a sell? Yeah. Okay. This is maybe this is a dumb idea, and you're the person that is most qualified between the two of us to tell me if this is a dumb idea. No, I want to hear it. Let's but, hear it. But I think okay. So like I'm a B two B guy. That's its own arena. It's mm-hmm. like I know my monetization model. It's worked well for me. I'm blessed. It's fantastic. But if I'm a if I'm a dealership. Say I'm a dealer in Austin. Yeah. Or let's use Dallas. Like the DFW Metroplex has like 9 million people. Boy, I would have billboards everywhere. Mm-hmm. Bus, like my face would be on billboards and bus stops, the back flipping page of the newspaper on people's phones because that's where all the content would be. And I would be known as the mayor of this town for all things automotive. Mm-hmm. Like I would like you're driving down the 35 in rush hour when cars are going four miles an hour. Right. And they see my face that says your, I don't know what the caption is, right? But like, let's use your, your example of the profile. So they see that succinct message. That's got a good hook and, and follow me on Instagram with my handle and they're sitting in the car and I'm not advocating for this. Right. We know everyone does it in rush hour. You pull out your phone and you look up the handle and there's my picture and the bio that reaffirms what's on the billboard and that, and then all of my content isn't, Hey, come on down and check out this Silverado. But it's right. like, Hey, here's the top three 
hidden features in the Silverado you're going to love or like what? And you just be like known as the great line. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That's, that's good. Okay. Like it, it makes them curious. makes them interested. <laughs> Even on the, the example, I just got to touch on that. Cause if, if the copy thing you know, the, the, the hook, the subject line, the first sentence out of your mouth, right. the, the email subject line, all the things to get someone to actually click the thumbnail and the, in the uh, title of your YouTube video, you know, you have to, you have to grab their attention at some point. You got to stop right. their attention from drifting somewhere else. And so on a billboard, this, for example, there, you said, you know, I know you were, you were just off the cuff, top of mind, whatever was yes. on your head. I get it. No, no judgment here. I promise you. And you can say it's dumb. No, no. The billboard. Yeah. So <laughs> marketing marketing strategy of billboards in that city, if you're a local person, I think is not a bad strategy. It's going to cost money. Um, right. But to the, just to that, before I forget that, uh, the billboard of like, hey, here's my social media handle. Follow me. Follow me. Right. If you think about what that's asking, it's very, um, what's the word, like selfish in, in nature of yes. like, follow me. It's only going to, mm, yeah, it's only going to serve me how is it going to serve right. that like in that moment how would they know it's going to serve them uh they wouldn't with that line right yeah uh, there's no value for that person in the car seeing that line i see those signs all the time in in businesses where it's and like, you're like why why social, would I follow follow, follow our, our instagram why um that's the question that then we want more question. followers <laughs> right i want more like, i don't care what you want i want what i want that's how human nature is right and so if you so that's the inherent question in any marketing any com, uh, conversation that you and I are having what's in it for me what's in it for for that person so why should I follow you why should I go to your social when I read that billboard and go there what's in it for me that has to be answered on every any any marketing message any channel that is inherently the thing what's in it for them right because otherwise they're just not going to care so uh so on that one, you could lead them to a, like we have, so for our company, we have a, you know, I'm not going to promote it, but like we have a, um, one of our campaigns is so for like in high school gyms or on t-shirts or on stickers we have, it's just a QR code, right? Mm, and yep. it says, and it says, you know, uh, we have a couple of versions, <laughs> like, you know, you want to dot, 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 or there's only one way to find out dot, dot, dot. It doesn't say the title of our company. It doesn't say what the QR code goes to. It's curiosity. Ooh, you wonder, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that, right? Um, so curiosity is one way to get people's attention and to give value for them. Because if you satisfy their curiosity, uh, you got, you know, there you go. That's you got them for at least a minute or for a second. Um, and then what was though? The, if you're a local DFW car salesman, what would I do? Man, there's all kinds. Of, it's like the um, any local business, realtors, mortgage, insurance, car salesman physical location yeah. uh i would start a podcast uh this is from gary v i've just heard it and it's so good i know i would start a podcast and it's not and the target is not necessarily to make this podcast as big as possible yes i'm gonna optimize everything to do to to be better i want right. to get better at everything i do sure but really you could talk and own that whole local area so easily because no one else does this. So I thought it was a brilliant idea by Gary Vee. Again, it's his idea, not mine, but it so obviously would work uh, and does work. Go and interview, go and request from every local business owner, doesn't matter the business, that you are just the local knowledgeable human on DFW, on this neighborhood, on whatever, and you're, you're wanting to interview the best businesses around that have the highest reviews that are 
that are the most amazing that you've had all your friends tell you about. And so like when you come to the business owner with that mindset of like, we're only interviewing the best on this channel. We love this area in your business. We love the logo, the the mission, whatever the heck you want to blow their head up about as far as like, God, you guys are the best pizza in town. And so we have to let everyone know on our channel about what you guys do. And so then you're going to get promoted from them on their pages and all those things. And then you're honoring this human uh, here who has yeah. an audience of some right. sort, yep. right? And you're just doing that over and over and over again. So it's it's physical in person talking to them, getting them excited and talking about you. There's a month until their uh, calendly appointment to do the, the, the book, the podcast. So they're talking about it before then. Like how often is that human getting asked to be on podcasts? Almost never, <laughs> right? It's a big deal for them. Uh, and it's a big deal to be on pod. It's fun. It's just crazy. It's just cool. Right. Uh, and then you have content from it, which we can just, again, social media, chop it up. There's a right way to chop it up, but there's, you know, there's no wrong way to chop it up. If you just put it out there, like putting it out there is above and beyond, just get it yeah, out. Like there. A bad workout is still better than no workout. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hands down. So that's one strategy I would do if I was a local car salesman, let's say, um, is you could do a, a, a podcast. You could, you know, if your leadership's on, on board with it, have a little studio in your in your dealership. When I say studio, I mean a corner that has two chairs and a table. Yep. And has a clean backdrop, a white wall, not yeah. customers' faces or you know anything but you know customers' faces. And then you can use microphones from your iPods, or you can you can invest in you know one of these guys. Uh, it's a pretty minimal setup to bring people physically to your dealership to get people talking about their business in the local area. Inherently, your dealership's going to be in the background with some signage or something, but it's not like the main part of the, the interview. And you're honoring someone else who has an audience, and you're, you know what I mean. So, like, I would yeah, do a lot, that. A lot of reciprocities now happening. Oh They're my gosh! Shout you out and talk about you, and oh my gosh, I was on this show. Okay, well, first of all, where do I send the money for you to shout out my oh so beloved platform of podcasting? Oh. Uh, I'm like, I couldn't have paid you enough to just say exactly what I feel like I've told a zillion people over the last decade. Oh, that's you funny. gotta start a podcast. I, I, so that's one of our, so right now, so for our company team engage, we're doing uh, a similar thing. We're not doing our own podcast. Uh, not yet. That's a, that's a different round. Right. For, for we have a little different reasons. Uh, but we are still hammering podcasts. Like right here, I'm talking to you right now, right? Yeah, uh, sure. We serve clients in all industries, right? And so we, we, we go to those industries and we, we talk to those audiences. We go on those stages, talk in person. We go to those pod, we go on the podcast, talk on there. It's, it's, I believe one of the easiest ways with the lowest level of effort to get a ton of content for, for video content, social media, uh, short form, excuse me, short sure. form content, long form content. Uh, but the short form is really where you can get some outsized returns on the level of effort input, right? The output can be massive, right? We have one clip from this uh, interview we're, we were we have a running clock right now, thirty two minutes, and say we're uh, uh, one line. I don't need every line in here to be a freaking nugget. That's just going right. to be like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. I need one, just one. <laughs> that for whatever reason, whether it's the way I look, the way I sound, the what I said, your question, like the doesn't matter. 
is that as long as you're true to yourself, all those things, and you're putting out the content, something will click eventually. There's just you're pulling a slot machine every time you post a video. Um, now there's strategy to pulling a slot machine, not in Vegas, but for the social media content machine, there's a strategy. <laughs> so, right. yes, Vegas, I don't, I don't know, but uh, so there's strategy, the template and structure of videos, and you know all those things. Um, but man, you get a ton of you get a ton of pulls on that slot machine with doing one podcast. You get like seven to twenty clips per. 30, 40 minutes of it. You know what I mean? That just depends on what's right. what's been said. But podcast is, that's one of our strategies ourselves personally for our business. It's just too easy uh, as yeah. far as short form content goes. Dude, I have a million and one other questions. Not going to do that to you. Oh, I love uh, it. Round two. I mean, Let me know. Dang. Like, I mean, you're, you're right. Like people don't, people don't realize the barrier to entry. I have recorded episodes just into voice memos and yep. nobody knows the, de- like, in hotel rooms with pillows around my head, talking yeah. into my phone, like the barrier to entry. That's why, I mean, this is a full circle moment to like, this is the greatest time to be alive. You have the power of NBC, ABC, the CBS. Billboard costs them. Two, two times. Also, I'll end on this or whatever, whatever you want to end on. It's, it's amazing. I love all these questions. Uh, can't wait for round two. <laughs> so like marketing <laughs> billboards, the back of buses, the benches, the whatever, there's always two costs to every marketing expense, right? There's the cost to create that content. So the billboard, who's going to design it, the right. physical like paper, whatever. Uh, and then there's the cost to pay the billboard company or whoever owns it to put it up there. So you got to pay for the content to be created. Then you got to pay for the eyeballs upon which that audience you know, has the billboard, sure. the bus, the whatever, uh, social media and your phone podcasts and is, is included in there. Uh, the barrier to entry is free podcasts can have some maybe $20 a month for a, a hosting service, but social media free, you have to pay for the content creation, which is your time. That's it. <laughs> Create your audience. So is I just hammer it. It's free. <laughs> yeah. To me, no brainer. If I'm in this industry today, I need to own my backyard as quickly as possible. And, you know, no better way to end than to emphasize every automotive professional from dealership owners to salespeople to porters. You'd, you'd be shocked. People want to see what you do. People want to hear from you and see, get your perspective. And the barrier to entry is free. Mike Draper, man, oh man, thanks so much for joining me on the show. How can those listening or watching get in touch with you and learn more about what you do? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Teamengage.com. So teamengage.com is our website. Uh, our contact info is in there, info at Team Engage. It's a training company. We train all kinds of industries. We have social media training in there, uh, human capital development, sales training, all the things. Uh, my social media handles, Mike R. Draper, uh, across TikTok and Instagram. Facebook, it's on there well, LinkedIn. So Mike R. Draper, that's the letter, letter R. Uh, you'll find me. It's a picture of my daughter and I as of right now. Who knows when this will, you'll hear this, but <laughs> that's my account. Um, yeah, that's what we do. I'm thankful for being on here and I'm excited to, to do another one. If you want, if you found some value, if you want to deep dive on a topic, if you want to go somewhere else on a topic, it's, this is the best. If you guys are out there right now listening to this and you're in the car car world, you, you got to just... I would, again, what he said, hammer your local market. Uh, Guess who your competition is? There ain't nobody doing that. Nobody. (laughs) It is is quite easy to win when all you have to do is show up. 
So just show up, guys. Love it. Thank you so much for joining me on the Dealer Playbook Podcast. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.